Welcome to the SDA Housing Podcast, brought to you by NDIS Property Australia. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice for your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin. Hello, everybody. My name is Min, and I am your host today at NDS Property Australia here in Brisbane. Uh, we are here with two guest, special guest speakers, Ashwani Soni, the CEO of Holistic Home Care, and Nally Gaskin, the Business Relationship Manager. Hello, folks. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. So we have two neighbours. Um, Holistic Home Care is down the road in Wollongabba, just a five-minute walk, ten-minute walk from our office, and um, we've been meaning to invite you into our office for a while now just to say hello, and we thought it would be a great opportunity to talk to you. We want to know more about you. So I have a bunch of questions here, and the first question I want to ask you, either one can jump in or out, is who and what is Holistic Home Care? Well, I'll swing that one to yeah. Sonic. <laughs> so holistic home care, basically, you know, my background is mainly aged care and then obviously disability and healthcare sector. So 2018, you know, the focus was providing participants care in their own home. And at the same time, you know, NDIS was rolling out. So that gave us that opportunity that, you know, the focus of providing in-home care to all the participants. And that, that's the reason, you know, we got the name home care. Because it's just empowering them, you know, making sure they are living that independent life in their own homes. But gradually with time, you know, we started providing supports in disability accommodations and obviously the support of independent living support. Mm-hmm. That's also is similar to, you know, in-home care because you are supporting independent living. So that's what holistic home care is. And that's how the name came up to you. And holistic is basically, you know, because we look at every aspect. Mm-hmm. So, you know... Australia is a land of, you know, where we've got people from different nationalities, different cultures, you know, everybody has different cultural needs, or even let's say in terms of meals, you know, everybody wants to do things differently. So look at every aspect and support them holistically. Mm. Yeah. Wonderful. So Natalie, how many staff do you have on your... On, in, in the so currently we've got about 80 plus employees mm-hmm. and we're supporting around 100 participants. So again, through in-home supports, flexible supports, community access, yes. um, assistance with daily living tasks, yes. um, transport to like medical appointments, that yes. sort of thing. Um, and yeah, we're just you know growing organically, ethically, and sustainably. We don't want to grow too large yes. too quick because mm-hmm. we want to focus on that quality of care. So has it been hard going from zero to to eighty in the last? I wouldn't years? say. Uh, it hasn't been really actually that hard because as Nat said, you know, organically, so we focused on, you know, that quality care. So we didn't really focus on quantity. So we maintained that consistency of supports with our teams, you know, and that has worked very well. So it hasn't been that hard for us, you know, like word of mouth has gone around as well. Yeah. Okay, back to those numbers, 80 plus employees and around about 100 participants. That ratio there of 80 to 100, is that a good number to... Or do you think, see it changing? Yeah, because we've got uh, 
you know, many participants who are really small support, like maybe needing two hours a week or four hours a week or let's say five hours. So obviously we've got those participants in there. But at the same time, we've got accommodations where it's, you know, we provide 24-7 support. So that's where, you know, it's, it's pretty well balanced and our focus is to maintain those teams. So I don't know about how other organizations work. One of our key strong factor, I would say, is that the consistent approach we staff retaining you know staff stay with us and we ensure that they get regular consistent work and uh, that's how you know the relationship is built between the participants and the staff as well yes, yes. so that's our focus is you know once we have take a client we provide that personalized approach to our participants so that key that ratio works pretty well that's yeah. good that's good geography Geographic areas in Brisbane or outside of Brisbane. Where, where Why do you, do you look at me? I'm originally from South Australia, so do, do my geography is like really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that we go like you know Ipswich, Logan, Moreton mm. Bay region, Southeast Queensland. Um, that's correct, right? Yeah. So we we cover all the way till Moreton Bay. We've got a couple of twenty four seven still accommodations in that area. We've got. SDA accommodation in Ipswich. We've got few still in Brisbane South, Logan area as well. We've got SD houses in Logan Lee Park Ridge. Mm-hmm. We've got a house in Mount Gravatt where we provide 24-7 care. Yes. So we've spread out pretty much all across Brisbane and surrounding regions. Uh, we haven't really gone to areas outside that. Mm-hmm. So it's mainly Brisbane and surrounding, all, all councils around Brisbane. When we first met you, Natalie, We'll get you here. Yes. <laughs> you said to you said to me and Luba, oh, you know, we're not looking at bringing board any more STA houses. Is that because you've maxed out? You've got no no more demand in your in your business in terms of participants, or what's the? Look, there's demand out there, um, but at the moment we're we're very happy at where we're at, mm-hmm. and we're just refining a lot of things at the moment as well. Yes. And then we'll start looking at like we've got a project in the pipelines at the moment, which would see us expand yes. over the next like twelve to eighteen months. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll keep that one under my hat because we're still mm-hmm. in the running for that one. So we're just happy, and we're wanting to like grow slowly. So if we expand too quickly, then the quality of care that we provide will, you know, gotcha. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. In addition to that, as I said, you know, that quality and consistency. So there are two more SD accommodations coming up in the next couple of months. So that's that's our focus is, but, you know. And they are ha- houses? houses? Specialist disability yes. accommodation. So we'll provide support services. So we collaborate yeah. with SD providers, you know, and obviously work as a SIL provider. And but saying that, you know, we wouldn't really take four houses at once, you know, we'll take one or two at a time, mm. make sure the participants are happy, the teams are set, they're well trained, mm. and then we move to the next one. That's that's how we work, yeah. Okay. So we've thrown a lot of acronyms back and forth the last yeah. ten minutes. I want to go back to the main question, which is what services do you offer? What's your core business? So the core business is, you know, providing assistance with self care mm-hmm. and providing support, supported independent living in uh, normal accommodation, yes. called SIL accommodations, yes. and also in specialist disability accommodation. Yes. We also provide community participation. And what does that mean? So that means, you know, taking participants out in the community mm-hmm. to the activities of their likes, you know, and it can be two days in a week, three days in a week. For example, if someone likes fishing, so, you know, support workers mm-hmm. work with them and they assist them to actually, you know, go to that outing. Yeah. So it's mainly based on their interest, what they like to do some people might want to go out shopping appointments everything yeah. so that that all comes under community participation oh, good, good. so what range of participant disabilities do you support 
what kind of examples? So we've got participants with, you know, we've got people with mental health issues, you know, psychosocial disability. Mm. We've also got people with high physical support and people who need hoist transfers mm. and, you know, people who have medical issues, but, you know, obviously some people, let's say the lower limb amputee. Yeah. So all range of participants, we, we provide support to, yeah. So a question that Loop has asked is, um, what kind of relationship building activities do you have amongst participants when you do have group events or group outings, if, if at all, yeah? So are you talking in terms of the participants living in the SD accommodation uh, or are you talking about future potential? Well, you know, well, living together is one thing, but when they go out together as a group event or socialise with each other or, you know, because they, they live an independent yeah. life with one or two or three, that's fine, but mm. meeting other people in the community who are also disabled amongst your, your client base and your business, do, do you do many of those events? There? So how it works with us is, you know, we client focused. Mm -hmm. So it's all up to the client's decision, you know, like the participant's decision, what they, you know, actually like to do. Because in every plan, even if they're living in the supported living, you know, accommodation, they do have certain hours of going out in the community. Mm -hmm. So it's up to them if they want to be a part. Heaps of participants go out, you know, where there are community groups, like some person might want to go to Menshed, you know. So if they want to go to a group, then yes, you know, they'll have that community access support workers who will take them out to those groups. Mm -hmm. Some people prefer they don't want to be in a group, you know, they want to go out to a nice walk along the beach or they want to go out for lunch just one-on-one. -on -one. So it's, it's, a, it's all up to that. Yeah. So we don't really organize group activities, yeah. but if the participant, you know, comes to us and say that, you know, I want to be a part of group, then we can assist and, you know, find those groups for them and then organize these outings for them. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. It's also really important for us to support participants to nurture their relationship with their family as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we also, you know, find it really important that we take care of the carers mm. as well. So, you know, in our strategy for our growth, you know, part of that is to, you know, develop supporting groups for carers mm -hmm. um, just to keep those, you know, conversations, you know, going, you know, mm. making sure that people feel connected and have that sense of belonging. That's yeah. good. Good. Not many other providers out there talk about <clears throat> looking after the carers at all, mm. or much at all. It's, a, it's an important part of it. There's a lot of burnout and Yeah, and, and it's important over. to keep them in, in mm. that mix of things so, that, so they feel that they're still a part of their yeah. loved one's life, yep, yep. you know, and vice versa for the participant as well. Mm. Okay. How does holistic home care differ from its peers? We're just awesome, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess like one of the good things that we've got going for us is, you know, as many, many things, we've got three RNs in management, so registered nurses. So we've got Ashwani, we've also got um, Roop and Michelle, and they go out and, you know, go into the houses or into, you know, people's homes and, you know, make sure that, you know, support workers are doing what they're supposed to be doing you know that staff are trained that you know communication is flowing and that participants feel that they're loved and cared for yeah it's not common to see RNs involved in care groups out there yeah it, it, it's not common yeah and if if they are there's mm. a cost involved mm. you know that the participants feel we absorb that into our own overheads yeah so your RNs are full-time or part-timers full-time yep mm. it's wonderful mm. Mm. What do you enjoy most about what you do as a business? Oh, 
we just love caring about people. Mm -hmm. And I think that just comes across, you know, everyone that we meet or support. Um, And I think, you know, us, you know, working so closely together as a team and Mm. we generally care about each other as well. You know, if we didn't have that, then the flow and effect, you know, for everyone that, you know, we come across would just be significant. Mm. So just, yeah enjoying what you do you know it just brings you so much joy ash where do you find such lovely passionate people <laughs> oh I, I would say i'm very lucky yeah yeah oh, oh. yeah i have i have You've them got too some awesome ones yourself. I, I did, I, sorry my apologies ladies yeah erin luba you're the best you're better than natalie <laughs> but no, it's, it's it's very rewarding, you know, that's how I look at it. And it's it's not even a big thing, it's, it's the small things, you know, if you see that on a weekly basis, there are nice meals cooked for them, you know, on a daily basis in their home of their own choice, you know, they get to go to places where they like to go. And these small things, you know, when you see a smile on, on their face or you see that, you know, they're happy, I think that's where... Yeah. It makes a difference for, for everyone, you know, for us, because that's, that's what it is, yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. And not to like, you know, I'm not here to, you know, kiss up to my boss, but, you know, he really is hands-on. Mm. You know, he's constantly going out and meeting with participants and their families. Like, you know, he's not one of those, you know, CEOs who is just sitting up at the top. He's right down there on the ground level and Good. keeping his finger on the pulse of what's going on. Good. And I don't think that will ever change. Like, he'll mm. always want to be in the mix of it. Yeah. Wonderful. What events do you have coming up as a business? Oh, so we've got um, Bringing People and Communities Together event. So that's on the 13th of September. Mm-hmm. So last time we had almost about 100 people coming along. So hopefully the next one will be even bigger and better. So what's this event all about? So it's the topic is um, supporting your participant throughout their SDA journey. Mm-hmm. So if, even if it's like from, you know, accessing the NDIS to then, you know, successfully achieving SDA funding mm-hmm. and the desired home and living arrangement that they mm. want and not just, you know, be told, okay, you're going to get this level of SDA funding. This is going to be your living arrangement. And what do you need to do to be able to fight against that? So what is the process like going through the AAT mm. as well? So it's going to be a very juicy, very robust conversation. And it's just a really awesome opportunity for people to get together and network and build those trusted relationships. As an organisation, have you been a part of a participant's journey in with the AAT in their fight for what they want? In the we, last I, I haven't personally, no. No. Mm-hmm. So okay. th- thankfully, like, I've been able to collaborate with um, people in other organisations who are at the forefront mm-hmm. of, you know, those those challenges and supporting participants to achieve, yeah, their desired goals. Yeah, we've been a part of providing supporting documents. Mm-hmm. So we have, you know, done those really good care plans and supporting documentation for the support coordinators, yeah. And we work very closely with um, occupational therapists Mm, as well, mm -hmm. just to make sure that everything that is in their reports and assessments, you know, matches to the participants' needs. Um, Because we do have a very good idea of, like, you know, what it takes within an environment Mm -hmm. that someone's going to go from surviving to thriving. Yes. Yeah. Have you – do you have any participants now who are going through the – application process you think will end up with SDA who are not there yet? No, we're pretty much at capacity without okay. vacancies. But not not vacancies, more about participants yeah. on your books mm. who you think will ch- change over to the SDA funding. Yeah. Look, oh. there are a few participants, but 
some of them are really comfortable living where they are living at the moment when obviously we know that they will be eligible for STAs but they have to design accordingly you know so they'll be living there a long time and we won't you know obviously so that's that's their choice and control mm-hmm. but yes there are a few but they won't want to move but other than that yeah mm. so in the STA space what are your plans in this in this area So our plans are basically so just to keep it short and simple my background is nursing mm. and I've managed 150 bed facilities so as a team you know the other RNs have also worked in aged care as well and also managed little accommodations mm. like 3 4 bedroom accommodations as well so that's where you know we feel we very confident and we enjoy managing housing accommodation mm. setting up a team make sure you know the meals are cooked properly the medications are done properly you know they looked after they're going out in the community mm. and everyone supported so that's our focus is basically you know to collaborate with sg providers and just provide that 24/7 support so we've got three villas coming up in Kippering mm-hmm. yeah so we've partnered with sg australia group mm-hmm. Um I think those villas will be up and running soon. Yeah. Yeah. One bedder, two bedders. One bedroom plus OOA. Mm-hmm. Um so online over Yeah, yep. Overnight assistance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then we're yeah in the process like I said earlier that we're talking with this um property developer who's building um apartments in Murray. So nice. fingers crossed on that one. Very nice. Mm. Very good. Um what are the 2223 next 12 months goals for you as a business? <laughs> oh gosh there's there's so much that we want to do and want to achieve. I mean it's not just, you know, growing the business, it's what we can do to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. So I know like Ash is like really passionate about um food <laughs> in general so am I. Um so we're thinking about, you know, what can we do with food that would be able to like, you know, support a lot of people who are really struggling. Um and just yeah opportunities to give back to the community. Um we're also going to look at running groups. We want to start our own podcast as yeah, well. Yeah, go ahead. You know, so I really want to come in and check out your your you know equipment and stuff. So mm-hmm. thank you for inviting us. Mm-hmm. Um we want to run more events, care support groups. Mm-hmm. Um gosh, so much, yeah. Well, good, good. Mm-hmm. Um a question I didn't get to ask before was about the event coming up. Mm-hmm. So can is it for other providers and care who's it mainly for and you mentioned earlier yeah so um, the audience is uh, targeted at service providers yes. so it's not open up to the general public um the only reason why i don't open up to the general mm. public is because i've requested an ndia guest speaker yes, yes. and i think they get sometimes a little bit nervous yes, about coming yes, along yes. to these things um but i will you know safeguard everyone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um In, so is, is it invite only Uh so it, there's an event event bright ticket yes. so people can purchase their ticket. Um so I'll, I'll start promoting it soon. I'm just waiting to get confirmation for a special surprise guest mm-hmm. which if that person comes along then we'll easily get you know Is that two, B- is that BS? Two, 200 300 people. Is that BS? No. Yeah. We don't know yet. Is the BS? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or are so, you, or so you we, BSing? Huh? Can, we, can we put the pressure on to the new NDIS minister to come along? Because um, we're all very proud of him in mm-hmm. Brisbane, and so we'd love to see him here. So mm-hmm. I've invited him. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, so we we really encourage support coordinators, allied health professionals, mm-hmm. um, you know, business development. Yep. You know, people, um, executive CEOs, you yep. know, everyone who's in this sector, who's passionate about what they're mm-hmm. doing, who wants to learn and really just, you know, 
meet people. Yep. You know? So if anyone is a listener who is working in this space, please go to the Eventbrite site, website. Yeah. Tell the so if you, if or, you just search for holistic home care, mm-hmm. that will come up by Eventbrite, mm-hmm. but I'll also send out the but, flyer. But you'll also have the information on your website as well, right? No? On the social media page. Social media page, yeah. yeah. On yeah. LinkedIn, yes. Cool. So you can follow us on LinkedIn as well. So we, yep. yesterday we hit the 1,000 followers. So wow. we're pretty chuffed about that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Donat. Cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, so date, time, location again of this event? Yeah, so it's Tuesday the 13th of September. Yes. Um, so we ask that people come along at 9.30 to sign in, 7 in, yeah. yeah, and then for a 10 a.m. start time. Mm-hmm. And then it goes through till 2.30 and there's lunch and there's prizes to wow. win. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a, just another opportunity for us to spoil people as well. You yes, know? yes, yeah. yes, yes. Wonderful. Well, listen, um, any Ash, Nally, any final words of advice to um, other providers who are coming to the sector or other families or participants who are looking for the right service? Any What you've learned the last two, three, four years as a business, what do you recommend them consider uh, as words of advice from you guys yeah so i would advise do the right thing mm-hmm. provide good care mm-hmm. business will come yes mm. yeah. it will follow and yeah. that's to a provider or, or incoming provider what about a family families or participants mm-hmm. what, what advice do you have for them so families i advise is you know there can be times when it'll be really difficult mm-hmm. you know Everybody has a different case scenario to get that plan approved or get the right funding approved in their plan. So just be patient. Don't lose hope. Mm -hmm. Keep trying and look for supports in the community as well who can advise you or guide you. Mm -hmm. And in the end, eventually you'll get the correct plan and correct funding and correct supports for your loved one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nelly? Um, definitely for, you know, family members and for participants themselves, you know, do your research, mm. um, you know, and don't be afraid to ask questions. Uh, and if something doesn't feel right, go with your gut. Yeah. yeah. So if anyone wants to reach out to your business, how do they contact you guys? Oh, there's an email address on our website. There's a phone number as well. And the website is? Uh, www.holistichomecare.com.au. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our like general inquiries um, email is info at holistichomecare.com.au and our one three hundred number is one three hundred nine four two zero zero eight. Servicing all areas of uh, the Brisbane and surrounding regions, wow. yeah, and a head office is based in Woolongaba. Wonderful, folks! Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it, and I uh, hope that we'll see you soon. Thanks for right. having Thank us come along. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you are subscribed and following us so you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review, and to share this podcast with those that could benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.